You are now listening to the Enhanced Podcast, a podcast where we show you how to step outside your comfort zone, become the strongest version of yourself, and ultimately start living the life you truly want and deserve. Now here's your host, Jordan Rubin. All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Enhanced Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Rubin, and we've got a brand new episode today. And on that same note, we've got a brand new, amazing, talented guest that's going to be joining us on the show tonight. Her name is Kay Ford. She calls herself the positive icon. She was uh, recently in the Atlanta, Georgia area, but has recently moved out to Tennessee. But her main mission is to really share positivity and provide people with a unique perspective to ultimately help them become a better version of themselves, wouldn't you say? Yes. Yes, that is correct. And you say that I am a positive icon. Let me tell you a little story about that. Oh, definitely. When I first first started doing motivational speaking, I was like, hmm, I need a name. You know what I'm saying? I was just thinking, I was like, because I'm so positive. I was like, hmm, Kay's a positive icon. Like, that's a great name for it. (laughs) And then people were like, yeah, that's a nice name, whatever like that. But I changed it because, you know, I also go through trials and tribulations. Like, um, you know, I'm not positive all the time. I have negative days or whatever like that. So um, the name that I do go by is Kay Versatile. (laughs) Okay, so you haven't updated it through Facebook yet. Yeah, I it won't let me update it on Facebook. So that's why I kept it like that on Facebook. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I can agree with that. I think when a lot of people get started in the in the speaking or the motivational industry, they talk about positivity, but then also mm-hmm. realize like, look, being walking around and smiling all the time isn't really gonna change people's lives because people have like a full spectrum of emotions that they go through. And that's why, you know, you're K versatile. You can help mm-hmm. you know, regardless of how you're feeling on a certain day to make sure that you get done what you need to get done. Yes, and that's, that's correct right there. I think that's the perfect answer. <laughs> awesome. So did you have like, well, first of all, what kind of got you actually into the, the motivational industry? I feel like anyone who's, who's crazy enough to jump in on, on social media and post videos and really commit your life to actually helping others you have some sort of story that got you into that. So would you mind telling us that? Yeah, sure. Um, one day I was just thinking, um, I just got out of class. I was in college. I was, I went to Dalton state and, um, I was just thinking over there like that. I was like, man, I want to do something. I want to inspire my peers, but how can I do that? And, um, I literally like it popped up in my head something said motivational speaking I was like yes I immediately called my auntie and I was like auntie I want to be a motivational speaker and she was like really you can you do that then if you believe that you can do that then you go for it and I was like yeah that's what I want to do because like I want to inspire my peers to be like you said be the best version of themselves I want to want them to know that they can do anything that they put their mind to because it's possible like the impossible is always possible you can do anything that you want to in this world you're a human being you can be more you can be more than one thing you know what i'm saying you can a dog can be nothing but a dog but a human being can be anything 
in this world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I like uh, I like how Les Brown says that too. Like, is that where you got that from? Yes, I was like, yes, Les Brown, that is correct. <laughs> mm-hmm. That man, honestly, is what, and, and I think it's funny that you bring that up because Les Brown his actual talk about that a dog can't be anything but a dog a tree can't be anything but a tree that got me like to take action right then and there because i personally wanted to be a speaker i wanted to be a coach and an author for the longest time but Mm -hmm. it wasn't until about two and a half years ago that i actually took action and les brown was the one to do that so it's pretty amazing that he's kind of had that that impact on you you know Mm -hmm. So, um, and how long ago was this that you had that conversation and, you know, decided? This was like a little three years ago in 2017, in the summer of 2017. Okay. So once you, so once it kind of came to your mind, like, look, I want to speak, I want to help people. I want my peers to become better and realize that the, um, the impossible is always possible. Like, what did you do from that moment? Did you immediately take action? Did you have kind of a period like, oh man, like. How's this going to work out? Like, like what did you do at first? I immediately took action. I started looking at inspirational posts. That's how I started. I started posting inspirational posts every single day. The next morning, I posted something. And, uh, like, you know, I put my little caption or whatever. And people were digging it. It was like, yeah, this is great, you know. And then uh, I think it took me about a year, almost a year, until I started making videos. because someone talked to me they was like you know your content is great or whatever but people don't like to read you know people like to see a visual they want to hear you talk I was like okay so I had to get comfortable within myself to make to start making videos like when I first started out I was terrible like (laughs) I was so bad you know I'm trying to put my my um my my thoughts out there and it's just like I couldn't something kept stopping me and I didn't know how to say what I had to say. I had to restart the video so many times, but like practice makes perfect. So now it doesn't really um, take me that long to make a motivational video. People asked me, they was like, do you go searching for things to say or whatever? I was like, no, all of this is coming from my mind. Like I don't, everything is authentic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I know that too. When I first started making videos, it's, you know, you have multiple, multiple steps to the process. You're thinking, mm-hmm. like, oh, I said this wrong. Let me re-record. Oh, let me, oh, I, I forgot what I was going to say. Let me re-record. Now it just becomes, and I'm, I'm sure you're experiencing this too. It's just really authentic when you're getting out there, you're, you're mm-hmm. feeling a certain message, you're feeling something that you need to share and you just get on there and, and, you know, start recording. But let's go back to what you said right before that. You said when you first started making videos, you weren't as good as you are now. So like, you know, how does that kind of relate when anybody's getting started with anything like, you know, but they're too afraid because they think, Oh, I'm not that good right now. Or people are going to judge me. Like what did you do to be able to actually go out there and what kind of drove you to still make those videos anyway? Um, what really drove me was like, I wasn't selfish. I wasn't thinking about myself, you know, like everybody goes through, something and I wanted to prove that you can work on yourself like it's a process to progress that's the quote that I use um it's a process to progress you have to love the process and 
people don't love the process. When once they start doing something and the, and something goes wrong, they give up. You know what I'm saying? And I want to I want to keep going because if if people actually like my videos, you know what I'm saying? And they I was posting every day. They was like waiting on me to post, and I'm just like I cannot stop posting. Like I have audiences that want to hear what I'm saying, even though I don't have like even though I don't have a lot of people listening to my videos that's that does not affect me I, I can have three views and I'll be satisfied you know what I'm saying like Gary V I got that from Gary V Gary V was like um you cannot let likes and uh, views affect you or get to you like that's a lot of people feed off of that and I, uh, I made sure that I did not feed off of that mm -hmm. and I think that's really really important because First of all, social media, a lot of people live and die by the likes. They live and die by the comments. If they don't get enough engagement on a certain post, it could actually mm -hmm. affect your day. And that's just not a healthy lifestyle to live. So I think it's amazing you've already addressed that. But let's go even further. If you get three views on a video, mm -hmm. who knows whether or not one or two of those three views act like really change, affected someone's day in a positive way and really help someone like get through some sort of overcome some sort of obstacle or some sort of boundary. Like that's mm -hmm. powerful stuff. And, and sometimes you don't even hear about that. You're not going to hear like, Oh, thanks Kay. So, so much for that video. That was amazing. You might not even hear that, but you know, like there's a possibility that you right. can the course of someone's day. Exactly. And uh, it's funny that you say that because someone hit DM me last night, uh, someone that I know, um, they were like, your videos really helped me. They enlightened me. They, I was like, really? I was like, thank you. I was like, I'd never seen him like a post or comment on anything. And for him to, you know, come in and say that, I was like, wow, that's great. And it's like other people, they, um, they say it as well, but like they just, they view it. Like they don't actually engage. That's how I don't know who you know, who's getting the information and who's not, but, um, whatever, like 56 views, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't care. Like I, I want to at least touch one person, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and that's amazing. Like, because not everybody's going to engage with you on social media. A lot of people, they, they feel like this. <clears throat> they, they might think, Oh, if I go ahead and like this post or I leave a comment, then, then all of a sudden I'm putting myself out there. There's a lot of people that go on social media and just scroll and scroll and scroll without any engagement. So they could still mm -hmm. see your video. They could still watch it from beginning to end and be like, man, that was amazing, but just not leave a like. And, you and that's right. Know. But you're doing the right thing because you're putting your content out there. And I think a lot of people are afraid to put raw, authentic content out into the world because they're afraid of judgment. Like, did you have any fear of judgment when you got started? Like at all, like even a little bit? Yes. I had a lot of fear. I was a lot. Like, okay. I was like, man, these people are going to be like, what the hell is she talking about? Here she goes, this positive stuff, <laughs> you know? But I was like, this is not about, this is, this is not to be selfish, but this is not about them. It's about you. Like I had to be brave. You know what I'm saying? And Gary V, I love Gary V so much. He influenced me a lot. And I watched his videos. He was like, man, 
you got to be like, you got to be selfish. You got to care about yourself and don't care about other people's opinions and don't let their opinions um, or their perspective affect you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So how'd you get started? Like, what was the first thing you listened to with Gary V? Cause I love Gary V too. Like I actually started listening to his content for the longest time until I guess maybe a couple months afterwards, I found out that he was a Jets fan and that's my team too. So then I was like, I really like Gary V. But um, no, what, what about Gary V just kind of sucked you in? Um, what really sucked me in is he is so raw. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, he is, he's himself. He does not care about what anybody has to say about him. You know, people have problems with him cussing and all that, but I really don't see the problem because he's, he's, he's putting his, you know, his content out there. He's talking to people. This is how he feels. He's letting y'all know he's not he's not BSing anyone. You know what I'm saying? What really caught my eye about him um, was it was one video he was talking and um, he was talking about your life. He he was talking about college students and stuff like that. I forgot what video that was, but he was talking about college students and um, how they need to uh, be strong and um, keep going and stuff like that. And I was in college at the time, and I was like. He he's right. Like I was listening to him. He was like, you know, when you're in college, I don't I don't really specifically know what he said, but yeah, he was talking about college, and um, yeah, that things like that. Like he he every day I used to listen to his videos. I was like, who is this guy? Like who is he? Let me go on his page. I went on his page. I started scrolling through all his videos. I watched every single one of them, not all of them, but I was just scrolling through them. I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to watch that. Like, whatever video that I felt that pertained to me, I clicked on it, and I watched it. And he he really helped me with my motivational speaking. Um, he he taught me how to be myself and to not, uh, you know what I'm saying, try to be someone that I'm not and to be authentic and be raw, you know. Mm-hmm. And he has been from day one. Have you seen his his earliest YouTube video? Have you scrolled back like to his first ever YouTube video from like 15 years ago? Ooh, I recommend doing that. If you haven't yet, like I definitely recommend doing that. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy because that was even before he he started uh, VaynerMedia or any of those things. When when he I guess this was back in 2005 or something. When he recorded yeah, the first yeah. video, it was for his wine company. And mm-hmm. he was being authentic. He wasn't quite as comfortable on camera, but that was literally when he got started. And then you see the evolution to up until now. And honestly, just being able to see that, that that's something I think you'll really enjoy if you watch if you watch Gary Vee a lot. But um, yeah, so you said you were in college too. So do you feel like that had some influence on you becoming a speaker or was that like a completely different path? Um, it it kind of had something to do with it, but it was like a complete different path because, um, my major is communications and, um, I seen that, I seen that in the, um, brochure or whatever, you can be a motivational speaker with communications. And, um, I, I've already, I've, I changed my major actually. I was a psychologist. That's what my um, major was, psychology. And I just was not interested at all. I was like, this, I mean, I like to know about the mind and all that, but it just was not interesting. I, like, I want to talk, like, 
like I want to speak and um, I had to take public speaking classes see that's where I got to practice from public speaking classes like I used to be in class when she used to say things I used to like come back with something something that's optimistic and everybody would look at me and they'd be like wow or they're like they one like one time I said something and the class started clapping I was like <laughs> I was shocked I was like oh my god <laughs> but um I had to get over my fear of public speaking with my public speaking classes because we used to um, we had a project like at the end of the year we had to come up and speak about ourselves um for like a good five to seven minutes and I was just like this 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 is it's scary like that's that's the number one thing um that's the number one fear that most people have is public speaking and um that was one of my fears like I was nervous. My hands were sweating. I didn't know how to like calm my nerves down, but I I know that you have to feel it. You know what I'm saying? You have to feel it. And um, yeah, throughout my years in college, I took a few public speaking classes, and I got better at it. Um, you know what I mean? It's just it's just a process. That's all. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you're right about. I'm sorry. You're right about uh Gary V. The wine thing. His first video. His first video was the wine when he did the wine company thing. I seen that and um I was like, Wow, this is this is this is amazing. Like he came a long way. Now I see why he he he, he doesn't let everybody's perspective get to him because he know who he is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally see what you mean and you're absolutely right. Public speaking is the number one fear in the world, like even more than death. People are more afraid to get in front of a group of people and talk than they are of the uncertainty of death, which is a really bold statement. But the reason why people are so afraid is because they look at everyone in the audience as a threat for some reason, when really everyone Mm -hmm. in the audience, they want you to deliver something that they're going to enjoy. They want you to deliver something that they're going to benefit from. That's why people are there listening in the first place. So how, okay, so you get started with public speaking and I can relate to that because I actually took a public speaking course my freshman year of college. This is like five or six years ago. And I remember just before every single speech, just being absolutely terrified. So this first time you're giving a speech and and actually let's kind of fast forward to the end of that semester when you had to do that presentation kind of about yourself or your life. Like how did you feel and how did you overcome that nervousness that a lot of people I feel like listening to this may have that same feeling of, Oh man, I have to go speak to people. I'm terrified. So how did you overcome that? Um, I practiced like, um, I practiced a lot. Um, I, I wrote it down on paper or whatever and, uh, I was just reading through it and, um, I was like, okay, I need to practice. Cause when I get up there, I, I won't stumble over my words or anything like that. I'll, I'll at least know a little bit of what I'm saying, like go through it or something like that, review it. And uh, I was looking up saying, I was looking up how to get over nervousness. And they was like, clutch your fists together really tight. And um, they were just like, feel it, like feel it, feel the nervousness. Like, it's okay. Know that you're nervous. Like acknowledge that and use that energy to put out your uh, content. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, that's pretty much how I got over my nervousness. Um, I used gestures too, your hand gestures, and uh, I moved around. So, 
like I use like little techniques to help me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you still use those, I'm assuming when you go on to, to speak now, right? But, but yes. you're more calm, I'm guessing, just because you've done it so much. Yeah, like when I do my motivational speaking videos now, like you can't really see me moving my hands, but I'd be moving around, I'd be walking around, and I'd be like moving, I'd be like engaging my hands, it's like hand movements or whatever. It helps out, like because it shows like transitions or like what you're talking about, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And so, do you also like you want to talk a little bit about okay coaching and kind of like you know how you got started with that? Was that kind of a like a kind of a branch off of a K versatile speaking? Um, okay. Coaching. I got that from, I used to have a mentor. Like I used to, um, this dude used to coach me or mentor me or whatever. And he helped me actually. He was like, um, I told him like, I want to do a coaching business or whatever like that. He was like, come up with a name. And I, I came up with something. He was like, what about okay coaching? I was like, wow, yeah, that's like- amazing. <laughs> Yeah, you could help someone like I don't want you to be okay. We want you to be exceptional or something like that. So that's good. So let's kind of talk about the mentorship aspect. Like what made you decide to reach out and get a mentor and how do you feel like that really benefited you long term? Um, what really made me reach out is because I wanted I wanted like more experience and I needed I needed more help, like I needed to get more knowledgeable. And um yeah, it um it really came to my mind, I was like, Yeah, I want a mentor. I need I need to know more about this business, you know what I'm saying? I can't just come into this and not be knowledgeable about it. That's not that's not the correct way to do it. So I had to take a few steps back and um get a little mentorship. And what was your other uh, question? Yeah, how did the mentorship ultimately help you, you know, get to where you are now? Um, it helped me out a lot. I wasn't really, uh, it wasn't a long mentorship. It lasted about like two months, two to three months. And um, during that time, it helped me out a lot. He was um, he was helping me every day. He was asking me questions. Um, he was giving me like visualizations. He was telling me like things, how to like meditate, stuff like that, just to like, in tune, like to get in tune with myself. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. You know, be able to have someone who's already been through what you're looking to go through and actually have mm-hmm. that person help you out. It's it's pretty incredible because if you don't have that mentor, you can really easily face the uncertainty of, is this going to work out? Am I doing the right thing? Whereas you have someone who's already done it. It just gives you a sense of comfort and a sense of direction. And I think that's absolutely incredible. So, Right now, kind of where you're at right now, you know, what are, what are some of your future goals with your coaching, with your speaking, uh, you know, over the next couple months or just, just throughout 2020? Um, my next, my, my, I got my goals written down, actually. Um, okay, so like around July through December, I want to start my podcast again. Like I used to do podcasts on Anchor. Oh, nice. yeah. Yeah, I used to I used to do podcasts like two years ago in 2018. I stopped doing them and I started focusing more on my videos. But my plan is to start back my podcast in July. And um, I also want to have like an event. I had an event last year in August. I went to go. It was in Atlanta. It was at the um, Trinity 
uh, ministry, uh, something like that. I forgot the name of the church, but it was ministry, Trinity's Ministry Community Church or something like that. It was um, on Auburn Ave, um, downtown in Atlanta. And um, it was like a church with homeless men. And I went there and um, I, had, I had help with some friends and um, I fed them, you know, we played games or whatever like that. And I spoke to them, like gave them a quick little speech. And um, I went to, I went under the bridge because it's a lot of homeless people um, over the bridge by Auburn Ave downtown. If you know what I'm talking about, it's a mm-hmm. bridge over there. And um, it's like, um, it's like through the, through the bridge, it's so many people under there with no food, no clothes, you know, no water. I went over there, fed all those people, um, all of them, like anybody that was under there, whatever I could get. We had extra food left over, went over there, fed them, gave them drinks. Um, we also had like clothes. It was cool. And um, that inspired me to have another event. So I want to like keep it rolling. In my next event, I want to talk at a like at a middle school. Like um, my main target audience is it's everyone, but I like to include the the um the the youngsters. You know what I'm saying? I like to include them because it, it's important. Like they looking up to us. Like whatever we're doing, they're at, they're watching us. That's why you have to watch what you do around children. You know what I'm saying? Because they're watching you. And um yeah, that's my plan to have another event at a middle school go there talk to them play games uh have prizes and uh stuff like that and um by the end of this year my plan is to get clients for my coaching business like around December I want to start getting clientele like going out there talking to people letting them know hey I have this coaching business you know what I'm saying if you need any help with yourself or you need some perseverance or anything like, you know, just hit me up, just give myself out there more. And like around January of next year, that's my plan to start the coaching business. I want the coaching business to be running. I want to at least have like five clients. Even if I have five clients, that's fine with me. I want to at least start off with something, you know? Mm-hmm. Man, it sounds like you got a lot planned for, for 2020 coming up. And, uh, so when you do start the podcast, so is, are your old episodes of the podcast still available on like, if you go to the podcast app or anchor or things like that? Yeah, they are still available. Okay. And what's the name of the podcast? The podcast name is Kate Versatile. <laughs> nice. I like it. Yeah, I'll definitely have to go check it out. And if you're listening to this episode right now, I definitely recommend going to your local podcast app, checking out Kate Versatile. I obviously haven't checked it out yet because I was just asking about it, but um, I can guarantee it's some good stuff. Like I know she's got some good stories, some good content that uh, that'll really boost your mood and brighten your day. So uh, some good stuff there for sure. And uh, I love the event too. Like the fact that you want to speak to the youth and what you said was that the children are always looking up to us. The younger generation is always looking up to us. And if, if that was me and you, great. Awesome. If that was people listening to this podcast, great. But there's a lot of other people in their lives that they could be looking up to that aren't necessarily great role models. So that just leaves more work right. and more, more of a need for us to to speak to them. So is, is that what you would mm-hmm. say one of your biggest motivations for wanting to go to a, a middle school or, or why middle school specifically? Um, because like that's when the, that's when they start like getting they start getting their own personalities. And they start, they're, 
trying to find themselves because that's how I was in middle school. Like when I was in sixth grade, I was really, I was trying to identify with myself. I was trying to figure out who I am and what I like and um, things like that. So I wanted to target the middle schoolers because they're, they're like mature enough, you know, they can get the message and um, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Like, man, middle school was definitely for me too. It was a really transformative period. I feel like, all the way up until about sixth or seventh grade, I was, I was always focused on just, I mean, not really much. <laughs> I mean, I was young and, uh, you know, <clears throat> in those youthful years, you're not really doing too much, but once you get to middle school, yeah, you're definitely mm-hmm. starting to think not necessarily what I want to do the rest of my life, but who are my friends and, uh, you know, how can, and I'll, I'll be honest with me. It was more like, who can I impress? Like I wanted to impress people. I wanted people to like me, not for me necessarily, but you know, for the things I could do. And yeah, I feel like a lot of people in that age of middle school, it's always like fight, fight, fight for attention and surrounding around what, what, what is the newest trend or the coolest thing. So if you could go in there, you know, someone who's younger and can give them a little bit of a unique perspective. I think that'd be some powerful stuff. And, you know, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you are a administrator or a a teacher have some sort of influence out of middle school near Chattanooga, Tennessee, I definitely recommend reaching out to Kay and, uh, you know, kind of figuring out what a date, what kind of date you could work out for her to come in and speak to the youth and potentially transform not just their year, but their entire lives and their direction. So that would be some powerful stuff right there. Like definitely go ahead and do that. So kind of want to wrap this up now real short. Um, what what would you say is like your biggest piece of advice you want to give? People are listening right now to the Enhanced Podcast. They're listening to Kay Versatile here on the Enhanced Podcast, and they're struggling with something. They're really having a hard time. You know, they, they, they found a certain mission in life. They found a certain goal they want to attain, but are just having really struggle, really struggling going down that path. Like, what, what would you say to someone like that? I would say keep your head up. Um, Look at the bigger picture. Always think about the greater outcomes. You know what I'm saying? Think about all the, the possibilities of what could go right. Yes, you can struggle. Yes, you can go through challenges. Yes, obstacles are going to pop up. But it's all about what you do. Everything is up to you. You know what I'm saying? You are the controller of your life. Nobody else should be controlling your life but you. And if you're struggling, just like I had, I struggled a couple of times myself. But I gave myself self-talks. Like, I talked to myself. It's important to talk to yourself, you guys. Like, be positive. Be optimistic. Um, see the greater good. You know what I mean? And um, don't be selfish. Like, think about other people, too. You're not the only one struggling. Maybe someone could be going through the worst things, like, worse than you. Things that, you know what I'm saying? And that's how I think. Like, I, like you know, I can't be, I can't be this or I can't be that because such and such is going through this. You know, we got people out here that can't see. You got people out here that can't talk, can't hear, can't walk. And I'm grateful. Like, you have to have gratitude. You have to be grateful for everything that you have. Because once you start saying things like, I'm grateful, I'm blessed, I have enough, I am enough, you know, start giving yourself uh, self-positive talk and when you say things like that, you you will receive more. I promise you guys, you will receive more. Just be grateful and um, 
keep your head up to the skies. Everything is going to be all right. Uh, it's a process to progress. Like I said, you have to love the process. Um, watch yourself grow and go through what you go, go through what you, uh, grow through what you go through, actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, I like it. Yeah, that's definitely something you could take with you. It is definitely, I love gratitude. That, that's something that's really changed my life over the past couple months is focusing on the positive. And uh, absolutely, when you have that, obviously, like you said, even before the interview, that you're not always going to be positive every single day, but you do have the ability to control your mood and you do have the ability to take action regardless. So thanks so much yeah. for coming on the show today and, and sharing your story, sharing your values and sharing some things that people can take home with them and uh, really apply to their life. That's the most important thing that we talk about here on the Enhanced Podcast is becoming the strongest version of yourself. So, um, oop, knocked over the camera there. Um, so if someone's looking to follow you, someone wants to follow you, what, what are your social media handles or your website? You can go ahead and drop those right now. Okay, if you guys want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at kversatile. You can search me on um, Facebook um, at K Versatile, but it's going to pop up. It's going to say K the positive icon. That's me. You can click on that. Twitter um, is I am K Versatile. Um, what else? I have a Tumblr. Tumblr is the same, K Versatile. Uh, pretty much everything has K Versatile in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, what else? What else? I got YouTube. I'm not really on YouTube. Like, I don't do it. I need to start putting putting content on youtube i really do but um i need more subscribers and stuff like that so i'm not gonna put out my youtube but yeah my instagram my twitter and my facebook those are my main three that are uh reluctant to me so you guys can um you know find me on there just search up k versatile and it'll pop up all right k versatile it is so wait you you said you need more subscribers on youtube but you don't want to give away your youtube Oh, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I I tried to point that out there because I want you to get, I want you to hit that goal. I want you to get more subscribers and I know you got some good content. So what's your YouTube? Yeah, my YouTube is um, K Versatile as well. So yeah, we could, we we could find that. (laughs) We'll find that for sure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, thanks again for coming on the show today and sharing the value. Everyone who's watching today, if you listen to this and you really enjoyed it, you got some value please be sure to share this with friends and family and other people in your community. You know, there is so much content out there in the world and people get distracted really, really easily. And a lot of the content is mm-hmm. not positive. It's not necessarily helping people, but this absolutely is. K absolutely is. So definitely share this with friends and family and um, be able to share it, share it on your own social media pages because that's the only way that podcast episodes can grow is through organic reach. So definitely do that. And I will see you all next time for a brand new episode of the enhanced podcast. Thanks again for coming on. Kay. No problem. I have one more thing to say. You said that, um, people, they have content and it's not, it's not like it doesn't provide anything to anybody. And my thing is, I got this from Les too, but I input my own. Um, I said impact induces income, and it actually does. Like that's my thing. I want to impact my peers. Um, I don't care about income. I really don't. I'll go speak for free. <laughs> uh, 
Um, you know what I'm saying? I just want to change at least somebody's life or help them start something. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing right there. Like saying you're going to do it for free. You want to really just help someone and you want to transform mm-hmm. lives. So hopefully that was you today listening. Hopefully that was you and you can really take <laughs> this message with you as you go about the rest of your day. So yeah, thanks again for coming on and I'll see you all next time. No problem. Of the Enhanced Podcast. Thanks again. Mm-hmm.